to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Welcome, everyone. A question, how many of us carry a set of keys? Okay, and why do we carry a set of keys? It opens doors. It gives us access to that which otherwise would not be available to us. For example, this is a car key. It's my car key. It gives me access to a form of transportation. This is a fob to the security door of the apartment building I live in. It gives me access to the general areas of the apartment building. This is the key to my apartment. This gives me access to a specific space that is what I call my sacred sanctuary in that apartment building. Oh, and then there's a mailbox key, because guess what? I have my own designated space for my mail, and this gives me access to retrieve my mail. And then there's a set of keys to the center. There's the exterior door that gives me access to the sanctuary, to general areas in the building. And then there is the interior key, which gives me access to the business and administrative area, the bookstore, the practitioner room. In each of these cases, a key or a fob gives us access to that which would not be available to us otherwise. And so as we walk through today's message, what it does featuring chapter three in our Science of Mind text, I'm inviting each of us to imagine that we are holding an invisible key. It is a key that has been freely and fully given by our creator. It's a key we have. We don't need to do anything to get one. We don't need to pay a security deposit. We don't need to sign a security card that says that we happen to have a set of keys. It's simply an invisible key that is we already have. And this invisible key is extremely valuable far more valuable than any one of these keys. Why is it so valuable? It's the key to freedom from every limitation, every doubt, pain, and suffering, and any form of misery. It's the key to our authentic creative power that is operating through the creative process. And so in the time that we share together today, there's three things that we are going to explore. First, in order for us to have a shared understanding of what we mean in science of mind by the term creative process, you may hear it a lot. Some of us may be very familiar with it. Others of us may say, never heard that before. 
It's important as we walk through today's message that we have a shared understanding of the creative process. And so I'm going to share the description of the creative process. The creative process, of course, you have heard the principle of law and that it's at work in our life and that the law works through the creative process. That's why the creative process is so important. Now, you may have heard of this principle before. It's been referred to as the law of cause and effect, karmic law. It's done to us as we believe. As you sow, so shall you reap. We've heard it in many different forms. What goes around comes around. The fundamental truth is the law takes an invisible idea and makes it visible. Thoughts become things through the creative process, whether we are conscious of it or not. And so it's extremely important for us to be aware of it, to understand what it does and how to use it, and to know that word know means that we can trust because we have absolute assurance that is true. And so we're starting with a description of the creative process to build shared understanding. In addition, today we have a live enactment. I have three of our licensed practitioners from our ecclesiastical team that have agreed to assist me in this enactment of the law at work in our life. And it's a demonstration of what it, meaning capital I, as uh, licensed practitioner Catherine mentioned, what it, meaning the law, does. And we'll also look at a reinforcement of life shows up at the level of our thinking. So those are the three things that we're going to start with. So let's get started. Shared understanding of the creative process. First of all, the banner. We had a shift in our, in our banner and several people asked, well, why did we shift the banner? Some of us know that the banner is a symbol of the metaphysical creative process. It is the teaching symbol of science of mind. And so it's important that we understand what it means. It's a symbol. And it's a graphic way of showing the imaginative movement of an infinite mind and by extension, our mind. And so first, the process is both universal, meaning God is all there is, and this process is the process of creation as the thing itself uses. And it is also individual because we are incarnations of the living spirit and God gives of itself to itself in the form of its creation, including its creative power. And so because we are of spirit, its creative power is our creative power. So let's take a look at this symbol. There is a circle. The circle represents the infinity of spirit. In reality, there is no circumference to the circle 
because if there was a circumference, it would mean that there's spirit and something else, which is not infinity. And so the circle simply represents the continuity of life, the eternality of life, the infinity of life, and there is no circumference. God is all there is, everything seen, everything unseen, there is no other. The creative process works through the triune nature of spirit. So in our symbol, it appears that there's three layers. In reality, there are no layers. It's just simply a human way of trying to describe something that's indescribable. So the top layer is the presence, the absolute, first cause, spirit, love. That's the top. It moves through the middle section, which is the principle, law, soul, creative medium, receptive, oftentimes referred to as the soil. And what does it do? It moves into human experience or form. It's the body, form, the matter. We can also think of it as seed. Thought is a seed planted into the creative medium, which is the law or the soil, which immediately receives what is planted in it, goes to work, and produces form like what was planted in it. If we plant a tomato seed, we are going to get a tomato plant. So this is the creative process. It is universal and it is individualized. We as human beings use it also. And so as individualized expressions, we are little mini universes in the mind of God. The circle represents infinity. Each of us is a microcosm, a little mini universe in the mind of God, in the macrocosm. And the creative process works at the universal level as well as at the individual level. Do you see how powerful you are? That just as our song said, I choose, I have the power to choose, and I have the power. So that is our creative process. Oops, I forgot about the V. The V symbolizes the manner in which spirit moves through the creative process into form. So it descends from the invisible through the creative medium into form. So spirit's always at work in our life. Change of form occurs all the time, but the absolute spirit, first cause, is exactly that absolute. It is changeless, and it is always available to us. And that's why it's so important that we understand the law 
and what it does. So let's move to that. The law of the universe is to be trusted because there's three things to know about the law. One, it responds to everyone, everywhere, no exceptions. It's impersonal. So it isn't a different law responding to LaRonda or to Kay or to Catherine and to me. It isn't a different law that says, oh, this law is working in my life, but oh no, it's not working in LaRonda's life. No, the law is impersonal and it responds to everyone, everywhere. No exceptions. It's available. Being a part of the triune nature of the universe of God and God is infinite and everywhere it means it's always available to us wherever we are I don't care if we're hiking up a mountain and there doesn't seem to be a thing around us other than magnificent nature the law is right where we are it is available for us to use and the other thing that's really important to know about it is that it always says yes. Doesn't say, are you sure? Doesn't say, do you want to think about it? Doesn't ask for clarification, like what did you mean by that? It says one word. What does the law say? Yes. Let's say it again. What does the law say? Yes. Absolutely. It is responsive with mechanical accuracy. As I said, plant a tomato seed, you're going to get a tomato plant. All right? And so I have asked three of our licensed practitioners to assist me in an enactment of this law at work. So if I could have licensed practitioner Laura, Nancy, and Catherine to join me on the platform. And I'll share with you their roles and what the enactment is. We're going to have two scenarios. One of the roles played by licensed practitioner Catherine is radiant one, meaning an individualized creation of the living spirit, perfect, harmonious, whole, with total creative power. Radiant one. Then we have Nancy, who is representing the law. And what do we know about the law? There you go. Yay, you're listening. It's always available and it responds. It doesn't question. It always says yes. So Nancy is playing the law. And we have Laura, who is representing blessed possibility because the universe is infinite possibility and it's available to us at all times. So are you ready? Yeah. All right. Okay, so our first scenario is the law responding to thoughts of limitation. And the way this is represented is that, remember week one, we had toilet paper where Reverend Larry showed us the vastness of the universe? Well, the law, it works in the vastness. Now, all right, so in this scenario, our radiant one 
has temporarily forgotten the creative power. Oh, I'm so sad. I can't. I don't know how. Now look, there is no space for blessed possibility to show up in the field of possibility. There is no space. So anyway, we have a situation where blessed possibility is available, but it can only flow through the creator. And so therefore, because the cup of acceptance is so small, blessed possibility can't even get in. So sad. So sad. All right, we're going to change this up because, oh my goodness, Radiant Ron suddenly remembers something that we say every Sunday on the platform. Stay open to the possibility of changing your entire life simply by changing your mind. And so suddenly, Radiant One is, ah, oh, change my thinking, change my life, and goodness, look what happens. The field of possibility expands instantly right on the spot and oh my goodness look what shows up look what can get in blessed possibility did they not do an awesome job <laughs> thank you thank you blessed possibility please remember that it's not just possibility, it's blessed possibility. That's right. So let us summarize. We are surrounded by infinite blessed possibility, and it can pass into expression through us only as we consciously allow it. When our radiant one chose change your thinking, change your life. Oh my goodness, I have creative power. Automatically, the law said yes, expands the field of possibility and blessed possibility steps in. There is no limit to the law. The only limit is in our thinking. So it's so important to remember Thoughts become things. Change your thinking, change your life. Let's give another round of applause for our licensed practitioners. Awesome job. Okay, and our final point today, life externalizes at the level of our thought. So in our enactment, we saw that when our Radiant One was, you might say, playing the victim role, feeling hopeless, I can't, there, there's no good for me, I can't figure out a solution, literally, that state of consciousness taps into the very same principle 
the law, it uses the very same law, yet it has a very different result. One state of consciousness, lack, limitation, can't, not enough, oh poor me, will differentiate one kind of result and yet another mental state, one of abundance, remembering our creative power, choosing I can, choosing I am, saying yes to life, the instant we say yes to life, the law expands the field of possibility and life rushes in with a big fat yes to us. And so we hold the invisible key, the key to our thinking, which is our creative power. It activates the law that operates through the creative process, bringing blessed, limitless possibilities of good from the invisible into the visible, just for us. It's personal. It says yes in a very personal way. So let us always remember that thoughts become things. We have the creative power to change our thinking in order to change our life. And the reason we know this is because the law says what? The law always says yes. And so I'd like to close today from quote from Ernest Holmes, founder of Religious Science, which is Centers for Spiritual Living. And it's in um, the concluding part of chapter three of our text. It says, no limit to thought. When we think, something happens to thought. The field through which that operates is infinite. There is no reason to doubt it. No matter how it is approached to thought, there can be no limit. So we will say that it is a nature of being to react in this way. Here and now, another important thing, works in the now, we are surrounded by and immersed in an infinite good. How much of this infinite good is ours? I'm gonna ask this again, how much of this infinite good is ours? All of it. And how much of it may we use? As much of it as we can embody, as much of it as we let in. Let us pray. Oh, in the infinity of life, the infinity of all that is, the infinity of limitless, blessed possibilities, God is. It is life, it is love, it is law, and it is the divine creative process through which it gives of itself to itself in the form of its creation. Nothing left out, giving fully, freely 
of itself to itself. And I know I am an individualized, divine creation of the living spirit. Perfect, harmonious, satisfying. And as it is true of me, it is absolutely the truth of each person hearing this prayer. It is true of each person anywhere. Each person, an individualized, divine creation of the living spirit, perfect, harmonious, and satisfying. And so I claim and affirm and I speak my word for and about this limitless potential of each person. That there is a conscious choice to accept the creative power that is a part of divine inheritance. This invisible key has been freely and fully given by the creator and there is a conscious choice to accept it, to embrace it, to be aware of it, to understand it, to trust it, to know it. And I claim and affirm that there is an ever-increasing conscious choice of turning to that creative power, of choosing powerful, limitless, blessed possibilities to let go of any doubt, uncertainty, hopelessness, fear, and to say yes to the infinite blessed possibility that is available right here, right now. I claim and affirm that each person opens their mind and heart to trust that the law is available, that the law is saying yes, that the law is responding in a personal way. And so in this, I claim and affirm the ever heightened evolution of choices being made for individual lives and for life on planet Earth. And so I am so grateful for this truth. God is all there is. That principle is of God. And that principle is always saying yes. And I place this word into the activity and action of the law. That law that always says what? Yes. yes. And together we say, and so it is. Thank you so much for being here today. It's always such a delight to be with each of you. And we know that our virtual community, we just love having you with us. So now is our time of conscious giving. And I invite you at this time to take out that which you brought to give for our virtual community. You can go to our website, cslportland.org, scroll down the bottom of the page. There is a donate button. And so let's affirm, graciously I give. Graciously I give. From a place of love. 
Knowing that as I give, so do I richly, lavishly, abundantly, blessedly receive. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.